Have you ever wondered whether you have a guardian angel? Whether angels or spirits surround you, protect you, care about you, or whether you will one day have an angel encounter yourself? The angels are excited to give you the advice you seek. All you have to do is ask. Join Janine and Michael as they explore this and so much more on Calling All Angels Radio Show. Hello, and welcome to Calling All Angels Radio Show. We are so happy to have you here with us. Today, we will be welcoming life skills coach Chris Wright of Vibrate Solutions to discuss aligning with and tapping into your higher self. We will explore the potential that lies within you and discuss taking inspired action to live your best life. My name is Janine Cota-Cabbage. Michael is on vacation, so I'm so very grateful to have Jim Bensey join me today as the co-host. Hi, Jim. How are you? Doing great, Janine. Glad to be here. And we're so glad to have you. Thank you for stepping up to the plate and helping us, as always. We appreciate it. I'm looking forward to today's show and welcoming Chris and um, excited for what today will bring all of us. Today here, I was out this morning walking my dog. It's absolutely beautiful, 85 degrees in West Palm Beach, blue skies, sunny out. So after today's show, I fully intend to get out and embrace this beautiful day. Yeah, well, it looks nice out the window. (laughs) You haven't been out yet. Well, you're you're in an earlier time zone than us, so there you go with that. this week was just hectic and it kind of slipped away for us here in South Florida. It's back to school. So my main focus was on my younger son and getting him ready for back to school, uh, doing a little shopping. We had lots of appointments, so he's more than ready, but I'm the one that's not ready because to be honest, I love the lazy days of summer, you know, and, and I have such quality time. I have a fun summer. I, this summer we, you know, we got to spend a lot of time together. And for that, I was really, truly grateful. So, but um, to moving right along, Jim, um, I hope you had a beautiful week and I'm looking forward to hearing about maybe an inspiration card of the week you drew for everyone. Um, If you'll be so kind to share that with all of us, we will be happy to hear it for sure. Well, I did pull one. um, Okay. Just a few minutes ago. Which Um, which deck did you pull from? What type of deck? I used... um, I use the, the deck that, that uh, Michael uses a lot. Um, it's Doreen Virtue's um, Angel Tarot Cards. And oh, okay. I pulled, I pulled the Three of Water. The notation at the bottom reads, a celebration, a wedding, a graduation, a, or a birth announcement, the need to have more fun. So it's a great card. But I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm down for having more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it uh, on. It sounds like this week will be a great week ahead then. And yeah, uh, just, maybe people have special occasions to look forward to. Yeah. I don't have any, any of those uh, celebrations going on at the moment. I don't either, uh, particularly this week, but I'm sure many people do. So since we're drawing for everyone, you know, it's funny. I just uh, talked with all of you a little bit about the back to school thing. And I've saw, I saw some Facebook posts this week and they were like moms like running and kind of kick like jumping up in the air and kicking their feet out sideways with their hands extended in the air like woo they're so excited their kids are going back to school (laughs) so that's their celebration not mine like I said I enjoy the time in the lazy days but um 
but it is for other people. So, you know, whatever celebrations that are coming down the pike this week, um, just know that, you know, embrace the fun in doing them. That's, that's what uh, we can share with everyone based on that card. Thanks for pulling that. No problem. Well, what do you think? Maybe I'll talk a little bit about Chris and introduce him to the show and get started. I'm so excited to have him join us. You know, Chris Wright and I met through a mutual friend about six years ago, I want to say. And it's funny, I really think in life in general, like, like attracts like. It, it was a funny situation, and I mentioned it to Chris before the show started. Our mutual friends, the very first time I met him, I almost felt bad because Chris and I had such a connection. You know, we started talking about, like, the same books we were reading, and we were into the same things. And, you know, my friend is like, oh, here they go. You know, <laughs> she probably already knew that. So that's why she uh, made the introduction in the first place. But it's been exciting for me over almost the last six years to see Chris evolve and become, you know, and, and kind of evolve into the person that he is. We're both like really positive by nature. So when I saw that he um, was becoming and became a life skills coach, I couldn't be happier for him and really for all of us. Um, you know, we all have that quiet, still voice within that guides us, that inner guidance. And sometimes it takes a specific person like a life skills coach or a mentor or a friend or someone to kind of bring that out of us. You know, it's there and it's, and it's powerful to be honest, but sometimes we have to bring that out. And, you know, sometimes uh, we need to push through things, whether it's fear or um, really any of those type of things. So, um, um, without further ado, I want to welcome Chris right to the show. Chris, welcome to Calling All Angels. We are delighted to have you here with us today. Thank you, Janine. What, a, what an introduction there. I'm very happy to be honored, actually, uh, to not only be sharing this with you guys, but also your listeners, too. It's, a, it's an extreme honor. Uh, like you were saying, actually, in the intro, is extremely beautiful. Thank you. Um, our chemistry, when we first met, you know, about five, six years ago, was was so strong and our connection was so genuine and pure. It was just, even though we lost touch, we did, we lost touch for a couple years. And it's, yes. it's even amazing after so many years until recently, since going through this journey now that we've kind of, I guess, vibrated at the same frequency to introduce each other back into each other's lives, you know? And, and I was just thinking uh, earlier after the dinner that we had, you know, the other night, yes. I mean, three hours we picked up after so many years and we didn't even skip a beat, you know, in a restaurant, barely even had a meal because we were so engaged in conversation that, you know, it was just us in that restaurant. Although everybody else was around us, it was just me and you. And it, it was amazing. It was always a pleasure to be with you and to, to catch your vibe and to just bounce things off each other. It, it just Thanks. Fills, fills me up. Thank you. I'm so glad that you actually mentioned that because, you know, people come in your life sometimes for a time and a season and a reason. People come in, people go out, people come back in. But I 100% agree with you, Chris. We're just vibing at that same level. And it was, honestly, we had, and I agree with you, if there is a, um, any example of losing like concept of time, that's exactly what happened at our dinner the other night. And, and as Chris said, eating was so unimportant. It was just the company and what we were, we were so engaged in, in the conversation that quite honestly, it wasn't until we went out to, to valet and handed our tickets and I guess looked at our, 
our phones or something, because we never did that sitting there, not once, did we realize, oh my goodness, it's been more than three hours, like zero clue that that much time passed. You know, that's, we were fully engaged in present moment. And that's the thing. We weren't worried about the past. We weren't about worried about what's coming down the pike. We were right there, just the two of us. And like you said, vibing at the same level. So thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Again, it yeah. fills me up. It fills me up for us to be talking. And it's just you know, it's such a pleasure. And I could do it all day. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's literally have these like once a week and we'll just have a session. And it's just, it's just amazing. Just there you go. I love it. And you know what? I'm even happier that we can introduce you to our audience and they get the benefit of you as well. No, it's my pleasure, absolutely. Like, uh, just to be around your audience, you spoke so highly of them and how actually loyal they are to your show and how much um, and just, just to listen to you and what you have to you know, bring to their attention and just you know, for all of us kind of at a community to get together and share a similar interest and empower each other and just be better for each other and help each other out. And it's just that teamwork, you know, that, that to me is a beautiful thing that I, I, you know, I commend you so much for doing. It's, it's really amazing to see where you've come in the years actually building this show and doing this. I mean, honestly, it was an honor when you asked me to be here. I couldn't be more grateful for it. Um, it it's incredible. So thank you again for having me. Oh, so, so you're so welcome. Um, we're, I'm just happy Michael and I have this platform, you know, that we can share with everyone. And it truly, we're, we feel so blessed, you know. We just realize our audience is, is, is getting bigger and broader and wider. And it's pretty amazing, you know, it touches all parts of the globe. And that in itself is actually very humbling. And, um, you know, whatever we can do, you know, as far as our show is concerned, um, to, to bring forth things for other people, um, and, you know, almost enlighten, inspire and empower, I'm all for it. And that's why we have you here today. I feel like I should be dancing or doing some kind of performing. That's awesome. Exactly, exactly. So Chris, to get started, why don't we um, talk about maybe a little bit about your journey and how you led, uh, how it led you to be a life skills coach and maybe even a little bit about what a life skills coach is. So we'll open that up to you to discuss for a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Of mm -hmm. course. Um, well, yeah, we'll start with like what a life coach is. A lot of people don't really understand what a life coach is. It's kind of like a kind of a, it's, it's, it's a new, I wouldn't say it's a newer thing, but therapy is more common. Life coach, a lot of people know what it is, but I can kind of chunk it down to a very like easy, easy format for people to understand. A life coach is simply that, it's a coach for life. And it's no different between a coach and a client's relationship than a you know baseball coach is to a player. So to put in perspective, the player has all the capabilities, right? But the baseball coach, has the ability in a trained eye to work with that player in order to optimize and with through their mechanics, you know, to get the results that they require. A, a coach can actually see a baseball swing and just notice there's a two millimeter drop of a shoulder that's causing their swing to hit the ball in the other direction or to foul or to strike out when all they need to do is really, he can step back, set a strategy in place, set conditioning to place through fundamentals to get them to, you know, start to swing better and get the results that they desire. It's the same way. I mean, I'm no, I'm just, I'm just maybe a few steps ahead and I have the wherewithal by being through it to understand the little things that are maybe holding somebody else back, you know, the yeah. little things that are, you know, disempowering people or causing them not to take action. 
Um, so it's just, it's just that relationship. It's very simple. It's, it's, it's more of a laid back relationship that one has with another to work with them and, and hold them accountable. Like a coach would to a player, make sure you're sticking on your progress and your growth so that you're moving forward to unlock your deepest potentials to what you become and what you desire to be. So that that's all really life coaches. I love, I love that. And I actually, I really like your analogy. I think everybody, you know, that we can all relate to that. So great analogy and great explanation of that. Thank you. Thank you. So what I'll do also too, I'll jump into exactly why I became a life coach. That's great. Love to hear it. (laughs) So it all started, I would say probably about four years ago, just over four years ago, I was a guy that was crying on my living room floor in complete turmoil because another woman in my life has abandoned me and left me. I came home from work one day and realized that my, my girl, my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, she left, took all the stuff out of the house, took the bed, took the couches, took TVs, took everything that was hers or even joint together. She took everything and she went off to South Carolina and left me. And as pattern would have it, this isn't the first time this has happened. So I was in complete turmoil. And at that time, I had to make a decision. And it was, what does this mean? And what am I going to do about it? So I decided that very moment to actually commit myself to a life, basically a road to repair. And I committed myself to making sure that I would do everything I can to make sure that this wouldn't happen again. Because I was tired of it. It happened so many times. I even grew up that way. And as, you know, as things would have it, these things come back in your life for a reason. And since growing up that way and kind of being chasing that the whole, my whole life, um, what I did is I, I just started committing myself to a growth period and a purpose. So I read book after book after book to answer the questions, why is this happening and what can I do to prevent it from happening again? And as this journey started taking on, I became very obsessed. I became very enlightened by it. And as soon as I kind of found the fundamentals and, and built myself to a higher standard of myself and I asked more of myself going through, going through everything, I started with a new question. Now, how can I share this with everybody else? Because I took a four-year span, and I didn't have any help. That's the thing. I never had anybody. Like, I should have, at the time, maybe even knew that you were maybe ahead of me. And if I would have known and kind of reached out to you, it would have been nice to have someone like you to kind of guide me along, pull my hand, and, you know, kind of help me through these things and keep me positive and keep my head in the right position. But for some reason, I actually wanted to go through the dirt of everything. Mm -hmm. I wanted feel the pain. I wanted to know the deepest trenches because I wanted to learn the fundamentals to get out of that. Because then if I can get out of that hole or that situation, then it's never going to be a problem for me again. And I can cognitively understand it so I can teach it to someone else. But if I ever fall into that situation again, I know the pattern. I know the routine. I know the formula to get out of it. So I'm already ahead of the game. So when I started doing that, I I uh, got to a position where I felt very, very comfortable, very confident. I changed my limiting beliefs. I changed my thinking from a very stressed, anxiety-based person. I was the most stressful person. You know what happens when you get in your head, right? You mean? You're, yeah. You're <laughs> situation and you're in complete protective mode. Like, it's like that you're in traffic. And I'm sure, I'm sure your, your listeners are the same way. You're in traffic. You're a little bit late. Because maybe you, 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 you kind of fell off in the morning, you kind of taking your time, you couldn't wake up in the morning. So you're trying to, you're running late to work already, then you hit traffic. And then you're already like in your head, like, I'm going to get fired. And not only fired, now my kids aren't going to have anything to eat. And what am I going to do? Am I going to have to go on the streets? 
I had this whole pattern of just being completely neurotic with anxiety. And that was my problem. It was always fear of future. It was never depression. Like I, I got rid of the depression and I never was a depressed life. I kind of shook that off, but I always was a, an anxious person. Um, and then I basically, when I learned it and I found the fundamentals, all I wanted to do was be able to get back and take this four years that I worked my, you know, my butt off and I went through book after book and I, you know, grinded myself. I just wanted to find a way to chunk that down into a little tiny, little tiny segment so that I can teach the next person to go through what I went through. And it's all the same type things in different vehicles so they can be empowered and kind of get out of them easier too. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are, you know, and so many people can relate their story. You know, yours was one of abandonment. Someone else might be something else, but you know, and when we delve down deep within and, and you had to push through all that, you had to push through all that negativity, all the fear. And, and, and like you said, you wouldn't have taken that back. And at the time that was exactly where you were aligned and where you were vibrating on that level to do that. If it was meeting someone um, like you said, someone like myself at the time, if I coached you at the time, you wouldn't have that, um, the experiences that you've had along this four-year journey that really have propelled you to the place that you are. And the, I, I believe your trajectory would have looked different. So, you know, everything works out just the way it should. You know, I believe in divine timing. I also believe like in, in life in general, our life lessons, if we don't learn them, they're represented. So we better learn them. Otherwise they'll just represent themselves wearing a different pair of pants. <laughs> As I say, I read that long time ago in a book, and uh, it's just always resonated with me. But um, absolutely, I hundred percent agree. And uh, you know, it's been it's been quite. I'm I'm just so proud of you because, like you said, you know, just from the five or six years that we've known each other, to see who you are and to see who you are here today, and helping others through your own story is just. I, I can tell you, it just, it just warms my heart. And um, I'm infused with, with my angel bumps as I'm saying this, because I'm just so happy, so proud, so thrilled. And, you know, it takes people like you, it takes special people. Um, sometimes I call them light workers, life skills coach, life <laughs> light worker, whatever it is, to, to, to assist others, to bring them up, to, to give them the tools to dig down deep within. They, they, we, we all have that power within us, but someone like you is gonna bring that to the surface for someone. So it's so fascinating and I love it. Thank you, thank you for the fill again. Keep it coming, keep it coming. <laughs> um, You're so and, funny. You know, that's another thing, it's just like, what it helped me do is it, it, through this process, it actually helped me see problems as not a bad thing. And, and now that I live a life where I see problem as a way, it's like a, it's, it's almost like when I get frustrated, it, it, it almost excites me now because I know I'm about to learn something new. By being through the history of what I've been through and, and going through that, I know that your problems are actually identification for the process that's needed in order to grow. So utilizing the problems as, okay, what is this trying to teach me? You know, there's a, there's a great saying, it's, it's a, every pain has a spiritual lesson. If you figure out that yes. spiritual lesson, you rid yourself of the pain. And I've started to live in that state. And I started to believe in that so much that, you know, it, it becomes like you be, almost, it's like hard to say, but it's like almost unstoppable. Like life doesn't, it doesn't bother me so much. Like tear down my house and burn my house. It's okay. I have the blueprint, you know, I can always rebuild it. It's just like, I don't, I don't mind what happens next because I know if I can get through that, the worst part of my life 
I know that I can always just put myself back into a state where I can do it all over again. And I can just apply it in a different form. I might have to work a little bit differently in different languages because it's going to be a different kind of pattern, but I can also apply that and move on. So, I mean, that's just an amazing feeling for me. It's just like a state of complete certainty when I do, when I'm, when I'm, I'm going to approach those situations. Right. You know, and I'm sure that, that um, what you just shared with us will help many because, you know, we, we, in this human experience, we all, you know, like even myself, I tend to be of a more positive nature, right? Always have been. However, don't think for a minute things don't happen to me. Life is about ebb and flow. It's ups, it's downs. But you know what? It's figuring, it's figuring out the times when you're down, how you're going to get through that. And that's pretty much what you do and, and, and really what you worked through to get you to this place that you are here now today, sitting here, you know, speaking to all of us. So, you know, instead of looking at like, why does this happen to me? Or why did that happen to me? You know, know that in the lesson that, um, that it's for your best and highest good. The, the next best thing is around the corner. These are, you know, um, life's lessons that are presented to all of us uh, ultimately end up, you know, we learn through them and then we have the tools necessary going forward, you know, and it's just being conscious of them and aware of them and, you know, and taking, like, I have to take ownership too for some of the things that I do and I say and whatever. And next time I think about it, well, how can I approach that a little differently? You know, cause it, it almost gives you that like little slight pause. You take that step back to say, you know, there's a better way to handle this, you know, especially if you've already been there, done that. Let's learn from that and move forward. You know, I'm, I'm glad you actually said that because you say, you say it's just like, you got to take that space. You take that space for a moment and it's just, it's literally a fraction of a second to be able to think about what's going on, address it and actually respond, not react to it, but respond to it. Cause that's the important part when you actually have a, you know, a, a keen eye to respond to it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because, you know, in order to actually like we're saying, take action or, you know, handle a situation, one of the biggest fundamentals that I've learned is actually controlling your state. And that's, I mean, I dedicated myself to live every day in what's called a beautiful state, regardless of what happens outside, right? It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter the traffic. It doesn't matter your, your bills. It doesn't matter. It's how you deal with that, that actually, when you're ready to show up, that actually matters when you're applying it. And, you know, to put an example, it's um, the best way to kind of put an example of, of state is it's controlled by two things physiology and your focus. So what are we going to focus on this morning? Like I was saying, the stress in the, in the traffic. Or the traffic's happening, right? I mean, we can't stop the traffic. It is what it is. But I'm sitting here and having a panic attack because I'm focused on fear, which is false evidence appearing real. It's just like this evidence that I'm going to get fired and I'm going to be late for everything and my kids not going to have anything to eat. Um, I'm freaking out. But what you can do is you can change your focus to it is what it is. I'll get there when I get there. I can't control it. And then just let it kind of just, that's the mind. And just let the mind just, just go. Let that thought just go. And then you control that. Um, another way you can do it is actually controlling your body. So your body sends biochemical, uh, biochem to your, to your nervous system that actually tell you how to act. So a very funny thing, the way to do this is I, I recently, my son, um, you know, I, I believe you met him maybe when he was like one. It was been a very, very. I did. I did meet him, but it was a long time. It was a while ago, probably it, when I first met you. It, you How old him, is he now? He's eight. He's eight years old now. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, maybe when he's one or two. Yeah, and I uh, met him. 
and it was like if you, if you see him now when I post all the time on Facebook I mean he's obviously my best friend so he's you know the highlight of my content on Facebook um, but he's a perfect I always think about you're, you're too young to know this but <laughs> when I think about you and your son I always think about that um, maybe Jim could help me out with that show that's like um, people tell me talking about my best friend. It's something from this from way back when. So I always think about you guys because you're joined. At, he's like for any of you that don't know, he's like li the little like he's a little me of Chris, like in every way. He looks exactly like him. He he. It's amazing to me, and he's wise beyond his years. I'll tell you that too. It's the courtship of eight. Yeah. It's the courtship of Eddie's father. Is the oh, name the of the courtship of Eddie's father. Yeah. Thank you to Liz, one of our one Joseph of our and I here. sing that song all the time. <laughs> I saw the smile on her face while you were singing that, so I realized that she knows what's going on here. She's about to join in. She's doing a little dance. So, so in that, Kyler is completely. Although he has my same mannerisms and he's my mini me, he's the exact opposite of me when it comes to like the drive and the the mental home and emotional home that we are. Um, He's completely, uh, and he's my, obviously my biggest lesson, and we know that. We talked about that before. Your children are your biggest lessons. You know, some ones are just tough, and it's just like, all right, what are you trying to teach me here? I it, know. We were talking about that the other night, you know, when I was telling him a situation with my younger son. I'm like, yeah, they're our biggest lessons in life. Yeah, they, sometimes you just <laughs> want, uh, you know. But, uh, but that's good, you know. And, and like, he, he's completely, his, his self-esteem is shot. He's always like, oh, I'm horrible at that. And he gets angry so fast. And he gets into these, like, anytime he's told to do something, you just try to get him to stop for a second what he's doing. Or if you interrupt him, and there's certain things that trigger him. And he just goes into this state of complete, like, anger, sad, depression. And he just, like, dips, like, from zero to 100 in a second. Um, so I keep on seeing that. I'm like, where is this coming from? It's not me. And obviously I'm a single dad, so we have two different dynamics. He goes from one house to the next. So I'm sure it's hard on him, you know, in that and he doesn't know really how or what's home. So we were trying to act and I'm just like, all right, I got to find a way. Cause he's not going to hear my wisdom. He's not going to hear me as an adult try to talk to a kid. So I'm like, all right, how do I get to him? How do I get him to kind of see that maybe he can change how he acts on it in his home, his emotional home. So I did a little test and he wants to be a, he wants to be an actor. He watches Disney all the time. He wants to be this actor and he's so cute. I mean, he, he actually, I think he really could. And he, he also wants to be an artist, like a guitar. He, he has a certain uh, Sean Mendez, Justin Bieber. He wants to be these people and he actually has a pretty good voice. Uh, you know, he definitely, we got him into modeling to actually get him exposure. Um, so he's, his mom is actively like going down to Miami and, and getting shoots for him and all that. So he's actually starting the process. So, I use that as my ticket in and I go, all right, buddy, you want to be, you want to be an actor, right? All right. So if you got to be an actor, what do you got to do? You got to practice, right? You got to be good at it because when you go there, you can be the next best actor on Disney that you're no different than the other guys. They just put time in and they wanted this and they saw them doing this and they would not stop until they achieved it. And this is what it takes. So let's do practice, right? So I got my camera out and I'm sitting there and I'm all right, buddy. Now what I want you to do is we're going to go through a series of emotions. We're going to go through a series of, you know, like states that you can be in. And I didn't really call it states, but I said, we're going to go through a series of emotions, right? I want you to act it out, right? And do the best you can. And he agreed to it. So I told him to shake his body out, stand up and we're sitting on the phone. And I have it out, and I'm recording, and I go, okay, buddy, why don't you go ahead and just show me the easy one? Go happy. And he knew exactly how to go there. He goes up, his chest is out, he's, he's, he's put a smile on his face, and he just laughs a little bit, and he goes happy. And I'm like, all right, buddy, now go angry. And you know, he knows exactly what to do. He clenches his fists, he tightens up his muscles, and he's, you know, he's making a scowl over his brow. And then, you know, I start going, you know, I go confused, go nervous. I start going, I go, all right, go depressed, go sad. 
and he knew exactly what to do. And I know most of you, we only got a couple people watching, but you can probably, all your listeners right now, if I ask you, what do you think he looks like right now? You know exactly what it is. Heads down, shoulders dropped, breathing slow, his face is all dropped, and he's in depression mode. And then I have him jump right out of it, right? But he's like, be happy, be excited. So he jumps up and he's like, yeah, he starts clapping, he starts having fun, he has a ball. And then I tell him to go, to, go, go depressed again. He goes right back. And then he knows exactly what to do in a very instant. Okay, go ecstatic, your best you ever felt. And he jumps up, he's screaming, he's, he's, and he's having the best time of his life. And I use that, I go, buddy, now look, you had complete control over your depression, over your sadness, over your anger, and over your happiness. And how fast can you make that change? Wow. And even an instant. And it's just like to have that link. So, so you know next time that you're entering a state like this, that is your body going first to its pattern to say, oh, I'm getting yelled at. <laughs> go into depression mode and he's down. So it's just like, now you can control that just like anybody else. So, and it was a very good, it was a very, you know, nice way to kind of finally be able to kind of get to him in a different way, plant a seed. Now I'm not expecting it to change completely, but it's always just plant that seed. And it, when he's ready, he might go back into that and remember it and kind of apply it in his everyday life. Right. Oh, that's great. You know, and what a, what a way to explain it, you know, to, to a younger one, you know, but yet, <laughs> To be honest, through your story, I can relate as an adult, you know, um, that just goes to, 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 to show all of us that if what, what the situation we're in and the feeling that we're having, if it's not working for us, we too have that capability within to change it on a dime because he literally changed it on a dime, right? Um, in, instead of staying in that stuck place. You know, and then when you kind of, you mentioned something earlier, Chris, and when you were talking about physiology and all of that through all of this, you know, I was just thinking all of a sudden when you were talking, I just felt like, ah, kind of when you just go with it and just let it go, you know, instead of it's, you know, instead of thinking, you know, every situation is the worst thing that's happening to you, think about maybe it's the best situation happening for you. And through this, you're going to have your growth. Um, and which is really, come on, in life, you know, life is about love, experiences, growth, enlightenment, and all of that, you know. So if you breathe through it, know that we can, you know, change. We have that distinct capability, you know. But, but Chris, I think it takes the awareness. You were making, you were kind of giving Kyler a situation and then he was, you know, reacting like he was acting and, and feeling that in the moment. But, you know, we just being aware of how we're feeling is so important for everybody to realize. Sometimes people are so stuck in it, they, they don't even realize what it is. I had a friend recently that I can tell is totally depressed, but yet she doesn't have that awareness yet. She'll come around and she'll figure it out on her own. I'm not here to, to, you know, to, to let her know that or to judge that. If she asks my opinion, I will gladly give it and, you know, give advice on how to move away and away from it and out of that state. However, you know, um, we all have to go through our stuff. And, um, and the first step to going through it and changing is the awareness step aware, you know, aware of where you are and where you want to be. And you know what a good barometer or meter should I say on that is how you're feeling. How does it feel? Right? right? I mean, how you feel? I mean, it's your guidance system. It's something telling you. If you feel off, that's your body saying something about what's going on is not right. So assess right. it at that moment and find out, well, what's unique about this? What's different about this? And how can you change it? 
And, and a good thing to keep in anybody's pocket is it's so simple to do and extremely effective. And that's just gratitude. You know, and we can go right into you talking about depression. So what's the opposite of depression? What's the opposite of gratitude? You know, and to feel in a state of lack, to feel in a state of abundance. And it's just take as soon as you're closing your eyes or you just sitting for a second and just remembering one moment. You just go one moment that you felt extremely grateful for whatever you had Christmas morning, whatever it was, the birth of your child, it could be something, you know, stupid. Like you had a, you had a, you know, you got a, you know, you, you had a good meal today. Like it could just be grateful for anything. And at that very moment, the greatest thing about being grateful is you, you can't be grateful and angry at the same time. You can be <laughs> grateful and sad at the same time. It's impossible to happen. So by realizing that grateful and gratitude is your instant access to get out of depression and get out of pain. Like you will just utilize that as that's your go-to. That's your new target. That's what you focus on. Um, and, and not only just gratitude, if you want to just take action on something too, to change your state in, in my favorite state and the best one that I can actually apply to my life and taking action since we're on the topic is your certainty. If you can get a state of absolute certainty, there's absolutely nothing you can't do. And I, I'm prone to that. I've, I've lived it. And I actually practice it on my everyday. My everyday job is I'm a regional marketer for basically a sales team, like a, a land surveying company. And I visit about 15 to 20 offices a day. And in that day, I have to talk about my product and basically influence the, my, my clients to use us over the next guy. And why should they, et cetera. So in going to one of those moments, I have to be at my peak state. I have to be in a complete state of certainty going in there knowing that I own the room. So beforehand, what do I do? I'm, I'm crank up the music. I'm dancing in my car. I'm fist pumping. The mega mix is on. I'm having a great time. <laughs> and I'm completely insane, but I don't care. It's my dance party. I'm going to have it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> have that dance party. And as soon as I, I get to the office, I'm pumped up. I got blood going through my veins and I pump up and I have these like incantations. And I basically look in the mirror at that moment. And I'm like, you're own it. You got this. There's, there's no one going to say no. You're not going to accept no. You're going to own the room, and it's you. You have the power. And I, I just you know different things that I'll say. I'll pump myself up. I go in that office. I basically bust down the door like a Sasquatch. I'm dancing in there. Oh, I'm here. You know, it's just like, and then I just, I own the room. And, and you know, and it's just, and from that moment, I feel great. There's always a smile on my face. I'm, I, I stand like Superman. And just like, I feel amazing in that moment because if you know that, if you know, if you're in a room with people, and there's at least respect between each other and a little bit of rapport. The one that is most certain will influence the rest of the people in the room. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. So, you know, and that, that, that does wonders for me on an everyday basis. And I can always get there. And even this morning, you know, going at five o'clock in the morning, running three miles, meditating, seeing the sunrise, going to the gym for an hour and a half, having a dance party at my house before the show. It's just... <laughs> myself up I'm sitting in the mirror telling you got this kill it you know give it to everybody you can and be as best you can to serve them and just you know just have a great a great fun and just you know and vibe with everybody it was just incredible like it's just that's the state that I like to be in and that's anybody can reach it it's as simple right. as focus and what you can do and change your body Absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's a shift and, and it feels great. You know, it's funny that you said, you know, it's your dance party and you can have it because, you know, that happened to me during the week. I don't know why. It was just a song. I, I don't think I was thinking about anything in particular, but I was driving down the street and it just... I just really liked it. And all of a sudden I started like moving and, and then I was thinking I'm out of light and I'm still going. I'm like, now if my younger son was next to me, like, mom, they're looking or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. I feel great. <laughs> you could just, it's like 
you don't, you're just in your own happy, blissful state and, and, and it works, you know, and I'm just, now he knows, let me go with it. Cause I'm not going to change. If you say anything to me, I'm probably going to dance like even harder and longer. So <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And it's so, it's so accessible. It's so easy, but it's, it's, a, it's, what does you say? It's simple. You know, it's very simple, but for a lot of people, it's not easy because their home again, like my son's home is going right to anger, going right to depression. And just like my home used to be going to stress. So it took a long time. It took, you know, a lot of time of just believing in myself. And it, it starts with love. You know what? That, that's, you know, it's loving. It's living a life of, of fear versus love. And, you know, love will always conquer. Love will always take over. And if you can learn to love yourself and that's where your home is, love will never be a problem to find. You know? It wow. Just, oh, I love that. To it. And I, 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 I picture like a, a love tank inside of me and some things like a hug from my son, just a flood. And it will just fill my tank from one hug of my son. And then little things like, you know, a good meal or a nice sunrise, you know, I got a couple drips there. And, but there's also what I can do with my mind and then what I can control because that's where it starts. And I can think a couple things, go right to gratitude and I can instantly fill that tank. When nothing around me can, can you know, it, it could influence me in any other way, I have an instant tap to my love tank just by gratitude and changing my state and, and focusing on different things that I can be thankful for. That's wonderful. That's a great way to put it. And thank you for sharing that with us. What do you think? Should we try to uh, get a, Jim, what do you think? Should we try to take a caller or two? Absolutely. Um, Jamie, you want to go? Hi, Jamie. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, there were some things that you guys talked about at the start about seeing a problem as like an opportunity, I guess. That was really good. That was good, a good reminder. Yeah, that's um, something I learned long ago and really helped me deal with um, all the health issues that I've gone through in my life. Huh. So, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. I agree too, Jamie. I really do. And I'm so glad Chris brought that up because um, I think it's helpful to all of us. And, you know, just by listening to this show today that when that next thing arises, you know, we're going to all of a sudden, we're going to remember this and then we'll better know how to move forward through it. What do you think, Chris? Same, right? Absolutely. I mean, just to see a problem as, again, your opportunity. It's, you know, I look at it as I look at the problem and say, well, what is this going to teach me? What is this trying to deep down level? Where is the bare bones that this situation is actually really affecting me? And I ask these certain questions and I go through a series of things and it's, it's weird. Like when you start asking questions, it's almost like you're probably saying, no, no, that's not it. And then all of a sudden you say something, you mention it, and all of a sudden it's yep. And you start feeling like a tingle and you know, that's what it is. So then you just have to focus on what that is. Is it fear? If it's fear at that problem, you know, I got a problem. Is it fear that I can't pay my bills? Is it fear that I'm not going to have enough money to, you know, feed my kids? Is it fear that I'm going to lose my house? Is it fear that I'm just not going to have happiness? Is it fear that I'm going to lose my, my relationship? Is it fear that I'm not going to be loved? So then you can just look at the opposite of what that fear is trying to tell you and then tap into the opposite. So if it's fear, you know, the opposite's love. All right. So if I'm in a state of, uh, you know, lack or I'm in a state of fear, I need to look at or focus on a state of abundance. What do I have? And it's a simple test that I always encourage everybody to do. I do it on a, I do it on a, you know, a very frequent basis. I'll write down my gratitudes. I'll write down the things I'm thankful for. And anytime that I'm actually feeling off, it's a very good, very good click of, uh, of, uh, of awareness to just say, okay, this is a little thing. The light is, 
it's the, the air in my lungs, it's the sunset, it's the place I live in, it's you know, my health, like, like Jim said, it's just like you can focus on so many different things and then immediately, immediately you start to get a flood and it's no longer a problem, you know? And you can start mm -hmm. working, there's more fundamentals to it, but the instant fix to get out of that problem is just focusing on what you do have. It's amazing how if you don't nip fear right away, how far away you will get though, right? Like I can tell you've worked on it for a really long time because that like one second of fear suddenly becomes some whole other. <laughs> just, oh, like yeah. you, just like you can do in gratitude and you can build gratitude, right. well, you can build fear and you can just go from, again, traffic. I'm late in traffic to I'm not feeding my kids. That's <laughs> yeah. just like, where does that come from? <laughs> that fear is, it's really, it's tricky, man. And it, you know, that fear actually has a purpose. You know, we have 2 million year old brains that we're supposed to, you know, supposed to help us survive. And a lot of times that fear is a reaction to protect us. But, you know, at this stage of the game, we don't need to be running away from, you know, that saber toothed tiger. We don't need to be running from that anymore to protect ourselves from there. So coming from a state of, I don't need the, I don't need your protection. I get it. I understand why you're there but I'm not going to let you take over. And that whole thing, like I like to say is just watch the mind, watch the mind. Just look at that thought. Like I'm trying to get at you. I'm like the ego. I'm trying to get at you. Are you going to, and then you can just block, you can let it hear it, but don't analyze it. Be the watcher of your thoughts. You know, it is kind of another way to put it. And then just let it go with no weight. And then it's just like, it's almost comical. Huh? There goes the mind. <laughs> there goes. <the> <laughs> I love that. I love that. When I was first learning how to meditate, that's what I did. I encapsulated the thought that, you know, and just watched it float away. So I love, I love how you explain that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> not here. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it takes over and we all, you know, we all get caught in it. And, and those times when it does, you know, I've gotten to a point where I get, I get in the wrong state. I get in the wrong, I let my thoughts get the best of me. And, but I've become keen enough through so much conditioning that I don't tolerate it. And when it comes in, I, I give myself a time. I said, listen, we're cutting it out. And I basically tell my mind, a good thing that I've learned is you work for me. You, my mind works for me. My body works for me. And then whatever it comes out to be, you're not going to take over. You're not going to control what I want to do. My mind works for me. And then I take power over, over my mind and those thoughts. And I don't let myself get in those ways. And I, I, I shift it. And that just comes from a long time of, of you know, just, you know, conditioning the way by, by knowing it. But it, it helps me dramatically. <laughs> it really does. That's amazing. Jamie, how's your week going? It's been really busy, really crazy. Yeah. We're right it, in the thick of summer camps. <laughs> ah, so um, for those that don't know, tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I live just a little bit north of Calgary, Alberta, so north of Montana. I'm Canadian. Okay. Um, and it's summer finally, but it was a long, 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 long winter. <laughs> it was, it was. I remember seeing some of your posts and the hail and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, at this time of year, for those of us participating on the web, Jamie's looking so beautiful and has a little tank top on and, you know, it's definitely summer there. So I'm glad that you're having a, a good, but I hope your week as busy as it is, is productive too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. Um, do you have any other comments or questions for Chris or? No, it goes right along with what I was looking for this weekend. It's a great hop on the call and get some inspiration from the weekend. Yes. Well, we always appreciate you calling in and being with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay, Jim, who do we have next? Liz, are you with us? Yes. Hi, Liz. Welcome to Calling All Angels. How are you? 
Good. Good. So have you enjoyed today's show? Do you have any comments or questions? I have enjoyed the show. Um, it's just I'm going through like a tough time right now. I'm trying to do all the things. You know, I do my gratitudes, meditation, went out for a run this morning. Uh, I just, it was good to listen to Chris. Um, I guess my biggest struggle, and Janine knows this, is uh, the worthiness. Like, how do you, you know, a lot of times I feel I don't attract the good because I don't feel I'm worthy of it. And it's something I struggle with every day. You know, I'm, I'm going to let Chris jump in in a minute, but Liz, just because I know you personally, I want to say that in the, I don't even know how long it is, 20 years maybe that I know you, I have seen you transform and become into an amazing human being. You're an amazing mom, friend, sister, daughter. You have so much to, you, you know, that worthiness is within you anyway. And it's just certain times in your life when you're going through different, you know, trials um, that might be becoming more apparent. But I've seen you just rise to the occasion. And I've seen you not only do it for yourself, but motivate other people. So I know it's there within you. I just wanted to put that out there before we have our life skills coach, Chris, jump in here. I believe in you and I know you have it. And I know you're more than worthy. Well, well, Liz, um, you know, I, I appreciate definitely the call and I, I totally understand this, you know, not being worthy. And, you know, that's, I can only tell you by experience what it's like, you know, by just in my own, like my struggle in the very beginning and becoming a life coach, being on my floor, crying in the most depressed, most turmoil way I've ever felt because again, you know, uh, the love that I've actually for the once in time, like the one love of my life that actually I, I realized what love was through her in the beginning of the relationship, she left me. So that state of worthiness and not feeling it, it couldn't have been more apparent at that very moment. And, you know, but it was, it was a decision of mine. And like I said, the two questions I say is, what does this mean? And what am I going to do about it? And to me, it just meant that Maybe it's something about what I'm doing. Maybe it's not her. Because if I say it's all her, then I leave no accountability on myself. And like Janine was saying before, be accountable for your own actions and be accountable for your own feelings and, and kind of tap that just, just, just to give your own, just to, just to hold that okay, but, but don't be hard on yourself. Like be accountable, but don't be hard. But then you can always switch into, I'm never going to let this happen again because I'm going to look at the things that I do have and what I, the power I do have to move forward with it. See, if you're in a state of lack, again, the worthiness, I don't feel I'm worthy. Now, what makes you feel that you're not worthy? I'm not sure specifically what it is. I've just, I mean, I've gotten, like Janine said, I've come a long way, but I just don't feel like I've arrived. Like, I feel like on a daily basis, I do all the things, but then I keep finding myself back in situations where I don't like, I feel like I don't deserve this. I deserve better. No, so, I mean, do I take actions and, you know, whether it's work or financial, you know, or I, I just, that that's kind of, I feel like if I can get through that, everything else will fall into place. 
I mean, the worthiness is from, you know, I, I don't blame everybody, but I see for 20, 25 years, I've had people in my life making me feel less than I am instead of looking at what I've actually done. You know, they've always pointed out what I haven't or where I've lacked. And I've gotten through a lot of that and I have the good days and the bad days, but it's just getting consistent. And just how do you, you know, I, I know I'm worthy of good things, but it, I just have a hard time of staying in that state. Yeah. So you know it sounds I mean? like, it sounds like Liz, that you want to work on attracting more of that and deflecting right. more of the other, right? Okay. Right. That's, that's what, that's where the focus needs to be. So you need to know that you are and and say it, do maybe some I am affirmations. I ams are powerful. I am, I am worthy. And, you know, when you do this and you claim it as it already is, those are the, that, that's the respect that you're going to command from others. And that is, um, that is what you're going to attract into your life. Don't, you know, try, and I know it's hard because we all go through life's lessons like this. We all, you know, this is your story. We all have similar stories. You know, and um, Chris shared some of his. I've shared some of, of mine with you along the way. We all have our story. But you know what? We want to change that story for you. We want you to know that you have, that you yourself have that sense of worthiness. And let everybody else around you be aware of that. And you don't have to tell them. It's going to be how you act and how you respond and what you say. And more importantly, what you don't say. And what you don't engage in, I really feel. Chris, what do you think about that? I think you, you put on a great you put on a great great message to her. I think what 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 I what I'm focused on right now is the story. You have a story which you tell yourself. I'm not good enough. You have limiting beliefs. There's something that's attaching, and I had several myself. I can't do it. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be judged, rejected, not loved. I'm going to be, you know, uh, you know, I'm, relationships going to hold me back from my growth. And we have these stories that we keep replaying in our heads that actually take control and allow us to act in such a manner like that's real. When in fact, it's again, it's, it's, a, it's something that we have in an old model of us. You may be operating, I'm sure if you have an iPhone or whatever, you always get the newest op updates, right? And you always update your systems. But you could now be operating at a system from 1999. You're inside, your core is a 1999 system that says to be happy, I need this, 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 and this. And to be worthy, I need this, this. And you have this big list that you don't know is still replaying and still part of your values now. And you're acting in such a manner as if that's real you now. As Janine said, and like you said, it seems like you went through an extreme transformation over the years of the things that you have done and the little measurements that you have done. A lot of people look at, I'm here now where I want to be is so far ahead. You have this huge chunk and this gap in between that you can't really by far look at what you want in the future. Oh, when I have that, I'll be happy. When I have this, I'll be happy. And you're waiting on something happening way out when that you can't control. And you don't know what you have now. You do have right now and you do have a better way that I like to do is I actually like to chunk backwards and measure backwards. And I just did it just yesterday. I had a nice little recording to myself and I, I had a nice talk to myself to say, look where you are in right now. Look where you were one year from now, one year, one year ago. Mm -hmm. All of the things that you have done 
And imagine like what is now, like if you saw how much that was, you know, just the little things that I saw and it's just a huge, the huge gap that I, that I closed off and in, in accomplishments. I look at now and I'm like, all right, I can only, I'm only happy for what's going to happen in the future because I'm so grateful for where I, where I came from. And, and, and you may want to look into and answer questions. What is it for you? What does it mean for you to be worthy? What is like your guideline? What is your story to be worthy? What are your, what are your prerequisites? And if I can interrupt for a second, Please. What, what I found is, uh, and this happened when I was pretty young, I was fortunate enough to get a referral um, for a book that was, I, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, and we've discussed this before, it's by uh, Terry Cole Whitaker, and it's something like, um, what you think of me is none of my business. Um, if you find yourself um, thinking that the things that you need to make you happy are actually what other people have told you um, is what you need to make you happy and not what you want um, because it's been beat into your head because they've been telling you, oh, you have to do this and oh, you need this and oh, you have to do that. Well, no, you need to throw out everything you think you know and start over again and make sure that what you want is what you want and not what you've been told your whole life you think you want because you might find that it's completely different. Oh, that's very insightful, Jim, for sure. I, I think that's great advice and, and uh, maybe I should look into that book too because I'd like to learn more about that. But thanks for sharing that. Liz, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it all, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to look into that book and then what Chris says, I, I think that I am hard on myself. I don't look, I mean, it is a good, if I look where I was a year from now, and where I am now, it's a world of difference. Yeah. If you look at you a know, year ago just, and then you look at where you are now and then really where you're going to be heading is the next best and wonderful place, you know? Right. So, and, and, and I bet that wasn't easy to get to where you were, right? It took a journey. It took a lot of struggle. It took a lot of, took a lot of effort and it took a lot of, you, you know, it, it took a lot of growth to get there, no? Well, it was funny. The other night I was on the, my son's in San Francisco. I was on the phone with him and we were, you know, talking because he was, I forget, was it Louise Hayes, the mirror practice, Janine, that you had the book you had promoted about? Yes, just, the uh, mirror I guess work. He, you know, he was telling me to do that, but he said, mom, you know, he's like, mom, you look at your story from, you know, where you've come and, um, you know, I mean, and, I mean, and where you are now, better. Liz, right? Yeah, I will. They're like, Mom, you've been through a lot, you've worked so hard. You know, you, you just don't, you know, you, I mean, he just kept telling me, Mom, you have a great story, and look where you are. Oh my and gosh, then, Liz, you gave me chills saying that. For, for like, Liz is similar to, to me, Liz has three boys, and two of them are older, and one is younger, as I have as well. And isn't that a beautiful thing that one of your older sons recognizes this about you and is, is, is suggesting to you to look where you've been and how far you've come and to look in that mirror and tell that person she's wonderful, she's great, she's. She's, you know, all those, all those beautiful things because he sees that in you and, you know, you helped, you helped 
uh, raise and develop and this wonderful human being. And look at how, how he's able to reflect that back now towards you. That's an amazing thing in itself. I mean, you have to give credit for, to yourself for that. And that and alone, being a mom, you know, never mind the job and all the other stuff. I mean, wow, you know, that, that alone shows me your worthiness. I mean, there's a bigger picture and, uh, and, and a plan for you. And I just think that's beautiful that he said that. I mean, what insight. Love it. I mean, that, that's an extreme gift. I mean, just as a parent myself, only having one, you know, my biggest, my biggest, I guess, get my biggest thrill would be like my son looking up to me and saying, dad, where you were when to where you are now is extremely inspiring. Look at the story you have to tell. But what he's saying is look at the story that I'm looking up to in you that you showed me what strength is. You showed me what coming from a year ago or whatever you want to call it, call it a year ago to right now. I'm sure if you asked the year ago, Liz, to the year, to the, to the, the now Liz, would the year ago Liz now think they can get to where you're at now? You know, I mean, that possibility for you to get there, that growth that you've gotten from one, one year, you should be proud of that and that you're influencing your children. I mean, that's the biggest gift to me, you know, in everything, because you always want our children to be better than we've ever done, right? I want my son to be 10 times better than I am, and I'm trying everything I do. I, everything I do is for, is really to teach him, you know, as much as I want to help everybody else, it's, I have this underlining quest to help him. Well, thanks for sharing that. And then Liz, let me tell you, I see the progress that you've made. So I hope the show today has encouraged you to look at that within yourself. Um, it, it's there and recognize it um, and recognize your worthiness. You're a beautiful human being and many around you are, are just blessed with your presence. So, you know, dig down because it's there. And, and like I said, we just need you to see it. A lot of the rest of us do see it. Um, thank you. It's really time to start wrapping up the show. We want to, um, on behalf of Jim and I, we want to thank you for joining us today. We had a lot of fun with the show. I, I really am so grateful for Chris coming on. I think a lot of us, um, you shared great insight. I feel more enlightened for the show, as I'm sure many will as they listen to it. Jim, thanks for stepping up to the plate, as always, helping me co-host. Chris, can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, the best way to find me, honestly, I do most of my things to have daily content up there too with videos is Facebook. Um, my company name is Vibe Right Solutions. That's V-I-B-E-W-R-I-G-H-T Solutions. Uh, my website is www.vibright.com and my email is kw at vibright.com. Um, thank you. I want to remind everyone, you can find us on www.callingallangelswithjaninamichael.com or on our Facebook page. Thank you so much for being with us and wishing you all a beautiful week ahead filled with light and love. Thank you for listening to Calling All Angels radio show with Janine and Michael. If you would like to participate in our live show every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, or have a private session with the angels, please visit our website at www.callingallangelswithjaninandmichael.com. Have a great week.